It's time to clip your last good piece and dig in because the runout starts now. Today's show is brought to you by Outdoor Research. Outdoor Research has brought back the We Can grant for another year. We can what exactly? Well, Outdoor Research is giving $10,000 to a nonprofit that promotes access to the outdoors. Access can mean a lot of things. Opening land for outdoor use, bringing new users to the outdoors, improving land where access is threatened, and more. Do you know a nonprofit doing access work that could use $10,000? Then let them know or apply for the grant at OutdoorResearch.com. But don't sleep on it. Applications need to be in on May 31st by precisely 11.59.59 p.m. Pacific Time. It really says that exactly. It would be cool to post yours at exactly 11.59 and 59 seconds, but don't risk it. Outdoor Research believes that small steps can lead to big impacts. Check out all their advocacy programs on the Verticulture page at OutdoorResearch.com. Outdoor Research is a proud sponsor of the Run Out Podcast. The rarefied world of hard off-withing enjoyed a little dust-up this month when Tom Randall of Wide Boys fame posted a polite but insistent argument that Pamela Pack's infamous roots Dark Passenger and Kill Artist were considerably easier than the posted grade and considerably safer than the hype implied. Super Topo and Mountain Project threads ensued, and tens of pages of witty repartee later left me, as usual, dumber than when I'd started. And really, we'd meant to talk about the tradition of the call-out in climbing, a.k.a. the letters, articles, and posts where one climber publicly questions another climber's motives and integrity. And we do cover that a bit, but goddammit if those silly off-wits didn't just keep sucking us back in. So looking at all this off-with tit-for-tat, essentially between only a handful of climbers that operate at the 513 and up level, got Andrew and I wondering about some essential questions concerning off-wits. How are the curiously specific hard grades assigned without reference routes to build upon? Where is all the O-dub hype coming from in the first place? And finally, is it a worthy style or just a place where otherwise poor climbers can eke out some fame? These questions led to few answers, more questions, and even a couple of our own call-outs on today's show. So lube up those big cams and kick back for a freewheeling off-with discussion by two wide-crack pretenders. I'm Chris Kloos with Andrew Bisharat, and you're listening to The Runout. See that post, dude? No. <laughs> did you see that post, dude? Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Dude, did you see that post? I totally saw that post. Did you see that one post? I saw that post. Yeah, I can't believe they posted that. You want to talk about it? Yeah, totally. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to ask you if you saw the post that Super Topo's disappearing. I saw that. That's I pretty that heavy. Post. Yeah, it's great. It's all the good times, and but now it's just going to become like a museum, like an internet museum of of all the old archival stuff that they, yeah, but whatever think, they do there. I mean, hopefully Chris will come on the show, but I think they're going to just take it all down. No, I, mean, I think it's going to stay up. It's going to stay. But up. You just can't. You can't create new stuff. Yeah, but don't they have to pay for it just to even stay up? 
I don't know. Is that the deal? We'll ask Chris when he yeah. comes on the show. Well, hopefully but he'll come on the show because I thought that too, but the whole idea is that, yeah, we don't want to pay for this crap anymore was the post, basically. I thought it was because the last living member of Super Topo had, had died, <laughs> so they just had to shut it down. <laughs> just grown old and killed over in his armchair. It's peacefully. Well, that's it. Turn off the lights, folks. Anyway, what post were you talking about? Uh, I was talking about the uh, the Tom Randall post. Yeah, so I mean, if you don't follow Tom Randall, then this is a little bit inside baseball because it's not something that I think blew up all over the internet or anything. No, um, I don't. I didn't see it repeated anywhere else. Um, but it got a lot of play on his on his Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. The post was specific to a day of climbing at the end of their trip to Moab this spring, and they got on some routes closer to Moab, not in Indian Creek, some off with routes that had these big big reputations. One of them is called the Kill Artist, and that, that was kind of the biggest focus of, of the post um, put up by Pam Pack. Um, there's there's a very easily easily searchable video out there of the first ascent and the process going into it. Um, a rated 513 originally had some bolts on it that got chopped and also was rated R. And Was it rated R with the bolts or was that? Yeah, yeah, I think it was. Okay. Um, there was supposedly a 50 foot run out on it or something like that. And, um, basically Tom and, and his partner Pete found these things to all just, you know, not be true, including the, the seriousness of the roots, um, the grade, uh, the 513, they, they sort of dropped all the way down to 511. He said something like that a seven-year-old daughter could could have climbed it. Well, that, that was <laughs> that was specific to the fact that this this route, and it's always been a little curious in my mind actually seeing pictures of it because there's a there's a, a thinner crack right next to the off with mm-hmm. um, that the first ascensionists and claim that you couldn't reach it, but that was his point. He's like, no, you you can totally reach it. It's right there. It's four feet away. Um, and that's what they used to protect this section that was supposedly right. severely run out was just reaching and placing smaller gear into this this crack that was uh, right next that's door. That's what he meant. His daughter could have re- reached the crack. Yeah, yeah. A, as a seven-year-old. So, you know, and, and there was a little bit of snark in the post like that. You know, he's a... He's a, a Surly Brit. Yeah, Surly Brit. So it's going to be in there. But actually, you know, overall, the post was about as uh, even-handed as he could possibly have made it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, he kept saying that this was simply his opinion, but then would back it up with the fact that, no, they weren't particularly, you know, being particularly tricky when they just blew through the the cruxes at 5.11. And, um, you know, and, and you actually mentioned how, the there was a context that was in there that you maybe had to kind of dig for what, what were what were you meaning by that when you told me that yeah i i well just based on a lot of the reactions to it people sort of i, th- I think maybe it didn't blow up on the internet because a lot of people were like oh well he just found different beta and right. um i saw the post as uh having a little more nuance to it and if you read between the lines he was he was actually doing a call out. He was calling out um, overhype and overgrading as not just maybe specific to this route even, but as part of a, a more endemic problem that he and uh, Pete have witnessed on their travels to desert, desert landia. Um, so I, that was my take from it. it was that, you know, this route was sort of whatever, not that significant. It was more just like, 
this is a bigger problem and that's kind of why I'm I'm putting it out on the internet right now. Right. And I mean the 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 problem of grades and of sort of downgrading things like this, I think yeah, it can oftentimes it can just feel like maybe it's a a, a stab at somebody or a, a sort of personal agenda. And I think that those guys at least with this post, I think Tom did a, a, a lot of work in the post to try to kind of circumvent that accusation um, by being hell fair. of a downgrade. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time you climbed a 513 that was actually 511? Like, um, I've, that's never happened to me. No, it's never happened to me. I mean, I, I've searched the world over for that very thing. <laughs> I mean, literally like going to other countries. I to went try to Kalimnos. Yeah. And it's still, yeah. The 513's there at least five or at least 12A. So you <laughs> You're kind of hosed even there. So, um, yeah, I mean, and, and it, it, it actually, like, has also brought up this other thing in my mind of how the hell anybody grades uh, off with period. Oh, and, I mean, it's, and then yeah, how it's do like you get throwing a, darts at the wall. Yeah, and how do you get, like, an A or a B or a C out of, out of an off with system, like, right. off with climbing as well. And the other thing that has been curious is these R ratings and how... You know, I, I suppose if it's a chimney and it's like completely unprotectable um, in terms of, of it being really, really wide. But usually if it's if it's that wide, then you're inside of it and it's not the hardest climbing in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can see these runouts coming out of like chimney climbing. But once you get down to where, you know, these large cams that people are are rocking and rolling these days, these, you know, beyond the number six Camelot into some of these valley giant custom kind of kind of rigs like how do you get a run out route out of you know basically pushing your cam along right you're on top rope yeah i mean you you generally it seems like yeah you, you keep that thing kind of pretty close yeah i mean yeah that's how i would do it anyway i mean i guess it could come down to sort of a financial problem of like oh i can only afford one of these things or i only want to carry one with me but it should be it should be five thirteen R dollar sign. Yeah, <laughs> you know because it's sort of a. I mean it's it's yeah that becomes sort of a resource issue, uh, whether it's run out or not. Um, yeah, but that, let's just pause for a second on okay. the off with ratings because yeah. the that has baffled me for a long time. Oh, what is the hardest off with in the world? Is it the is it that fourteen B that that those guys did? The the Pete Pete and Tom. Yeah. Is it fourteen B Century Crack? Is that thing? Is that even that an off width, or is that? I, yeah, yeah, that's fully. Yeah, that's an off width yeah. roof. It's like a uh-huh. hundred foot roof, right? And they rated it fourteen B R, right? Is that? Is it or, got an R on it? I don't know. It's got a dollar sign on it. I think. <laughs> I don't think it does. Regardless of the um of the dollar sign or the the uh the letter. It's it's five fourteen, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I thought no, it was, there's no R. So is it fourteen B? Uh, it is fourteen. Yeah, they put a B on it. Yeah, like where does that come from? I, I don't know. I mean, like, where is the A to the B? Right. Like, how many five fourteen A offwits have they climbed, or they're like, this is a step up from that? Yeah, we're calling you out now, Tom <laughs> Randall. Like, no, no, I've, I've, I have only the runouts calling you out, buddy. <laughs> I have only respect for those guys. Oh yeah, totally. yeah, and no, I know no. you do too. Yeah, but it, sure. I, it's more just a, an honest question. Like mm-hmm. I just don't understand what that even means. Any off with that I've ever climbed on, which is far and few between, because I avoid them like like a Facebook mob. 
coming after me they could all be 514 but they're like 510 you know (laughs) like they all feel really hard and just awful to be in and so i don't understand like the the nuance let me put it in perspective because i think we're we're that this is the problem is that maybe in terms of this grading thing we're talking about something we just don't know about Mm -hmm. just the way you know a, a 510 sport climber couldn't tell you what the difference between a 14a and a 14b is either you know they're just heinous and and only only to say this is that you know i've dabbled in in off withing in the desert you know where where these where where these routes that we're talking about are and you know been completely and utterly destroyed by a 511 off with and then Mm -hmm. had you know a buddy who knows how to off with climb come and and you know literally scurry up it yeah, like no problem. No problem. Like nothing, nothing's happening. They're not grunting. They're not, you know, crying. They're not slithering down onto the rope, you know, like a sack of potatoes, like I did. So, you know, if you if you put that into your head, and that that there are all these techniques that we just don't get, but the- maybe it does get to this point where just the way you can sort of get a feel for what the difference between thirteen A thirteen B is. They, you know, experience gives them the, the the ability to do that. I guess the what I want to know is: are they is the level of difficulty translated from a fourteen B sport climb? So I put like they they have this sense of I've put this much effort into a fourteen B sport climb, so that's and that's what it felt like that much effort on this uh-huh. on century crack. So that's what it must be. If anybody has the experience to 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 rate these things at this level tom and pete do because they have to be kind of like translating it between because that's the that's the facts is that of all the off with climbers like the real specialists that i know those guys are the only ones that i know of off the top of my head anyway that also happen to climb sport climb super hard as well or you know 514 right next door they big wall climb you know well, it seems like a lot of the other off with specialists, that's they're off with specialists. Right. And, and you know, their grades plummet or their right. experience plummets when, when they get onto other rock. Mm. So you're proposing that you need to be able to sport climb just as hard as you off with climb in order to know what the rating is? No, I'm just saying that that I'm not say, proposing that that has to happen. I'm proposing that I'm demanding it. (laughs) I'm proposing that we are speak. We just don't, we can't possibly comment. Well, the thing that's okay. So with grades, even though we are, because yeah, we we are. That's what we do. Yeah. (laughs) Comment on things. We don't know what we're talking about. (laughs) Welcome to the run out. Yeah, that exactly. That's what podcasting is all about. Yeah. The, the, what I was going to say is that the, you know, with sport climbing, it's like there are a lot of, 515 a's there's a lot of 515 b's there's a you know and then there's a few 515 c's and adam andre's done them all and then he feels like the next route he climbs is a 515 d he gets to like no one questions that you know that that stature because he there's clearly this like amount of rock that supports that opinion right and so we we just buy it with um, cracks, it's, you know, there's very few hard cracks in the world. Yeah, off with or otherwise. Off with or otherwise, right. yeah. So it's like that um, that level of, that pyramid of ratings just doesn't exist. Yeah, that, that's an interesting point is that, right, we've got this 14B century crack and there's, you know, 
like what's the 13d off width that you, well name there one. Should, and 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 really if you look at if you compare it to sport climbing there should be like 150 13ds right you know before we got to 14b or right. whatever you know the yeah. pyramid as yeah. you said and yeah it, it really doesn't exist and it doesn't exist in crack climbing at all actually Mm, that's the new frontier is finding the 13 D off with 13 D off with are where it's at. Cause <laughs> I mean, you know, you're going to, it's, it's just like the cool thing to do is yeah. to ride the D's. Right. And yeah. Just be like, yeah, I don't think it's that hard. <laughs> you know, the rifle style of like, you know, there's how many 13 D's in rifle are there that would be like four, like middle five fourteen in, in Spain. Right. I mean, you know, so, but we're on a gigantic tangent of what we actually wanted to talk That's about true. today. I forgot what we were going to talk about, actually. <laughs> I just got so into, into we just, it. Okay, we're calling out off-withers. <laughs> um, no, we're not. We're, we are, are genuinely curious as to how... Yeah, we're learners from uh, How you from arrive the on a... Like from a... Even like a 12B to a 12C crack. Because the thing that really is true about off-withing is that once you get to 512... It's it's like the old school, you know, mm-hmm. like there was a day when a 512 sport climb was heinous. But, you know, frankly, if you're a pretty good sport climber, like 512 is no big deal. But in the world of off with thing, 512 off with is when like the, you know, your ass is going to get kicked. Yeah. Few, very few people can do that. Well. Right. Very, yeah. very few. Yeah. And I think that goes back to this call out is that one of these few people that ha- are, are have made a career in that zone you know, Tom and, and Pete, you know, are, are basically like questioning their their integrity, mm-hmm. it sounds like, mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, in, in a world where you've got 10 people that are climbing off with at that level, mm-hmm. um, I think they're they're sort of being a little territorial because they're 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 um, in that realm. But at the same time, you can't, you know, one of your quote unquote colleagues, if you want to call it that in this group. Um, seems to be off base. It it you know stands well, to reason that you've got to sort of deal with that. We we used to joke when I was an editor at Rock and Ice. We used to joke about some of this stuff because we we would get um, news reports, you know, from people who would go off to like Borneo or like wherever the fuck it was, like just the most remote place that no one is ever going to go to, and they established you know some V sixteen slab with a 515 d you know dyno at the end you're just like you could have just you can just like put whatever grade you want on that and no one's ever going to go repeat that route or call you out or care you know so it's like an off with thing kind of has that feel i mean these these cracks are in moab you know they're three hours from this from our house right now but the the um the 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 cue for getting on the route is you know very well, small and well, so that's that, i think that's part of what what this call out's all about totally and and the fact is is that this it's the stigma that is you know uh, equivalent to the jungle remote route i mean the stigma around off withing keeps most people off of them mm-hmm. it, it it's also like the thing that attract i think the the people that are super into them it's the attraction Mm -hmm. and it's also the basis of a lot of the the media around them if you're an off with specialist you know you definitely want to play up how heinous it is and how grunty it is and how much tape you got to put on and how much blood you're going to give up and how much skin you're going to lose it's all part of the media without a doubt 
You know, there's nobody who who's an office specialist that's just talking about how it's chill. Right. Right. So, you know, it's like the stigma has protected these these roots. And and truly it sounds like it has because I think um I don't think many people have been getting on these two climbs that 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 Tom and, and Pete did, and then all of a sudden they get on them and they're like, Hey and he, he put that in the post. He's like, Really I want these things to be graded properly because I want people to come and climb them mm-hmm. and the R rating scaring everybody off and it's not valid and the grade is scaring everybody off, which is not valid. Mm-hmm. And so now we've got a safe five eleven, which right. is only, you know, minutes from Moab, you know, that should be getting climbed. And right. th- I think that's was finally his point. Like, yeah. It should be getting climbed. You didn't think that he had like more of a more, oh yeah yeah I mean yeah, there's like sure. some there's a little bit of some jabs going he's on like, in, uh, in a very in the most polite yeah of it, British ways it, it, it was a, a bit of the you know the lady doth protest too much like mm-hmm. he he kept coming back to how you know even handed he was trying to be it was like it was almost like all right dude what like, do you really want to say you right really now? want to exactly <laughs> right. like he was trying yeah. to like say it without saying it yeah so, yeah I mean we'd have to talk to Tom. And get him on record of, uh, about that, but um, I think right, he's trying to kind of like level the field a little bit in terms of like the hype. Well, there's been a lot of hype of off with hype lately. I feel like that's like a last few years. Yeah, yeah. It's I don't. Like where does someone, that come from? Someone like, cracked the egg open and realized that, like I said, the stigma realized that they could find this. Um, I mean, uh, you know, you, you could make a mark in this world, but I and, and I feel like avoided. they did. Yeah, they did. Because I see a lot of like people climbing offlets now right. on Instagram. For I don't sure. know if that's like a reflection of reality, but people like I never wanted to do that, and when I did, I hated it, and it's not something that I would ever want to like boast about. I mean, I do have respect for it. Yeah, because I've tried it. And yeah, I, you know, and it's like I have this running joke that my longest it's just not fun. My longest standing project on the earth. <laughs> Is a route called Big Baby, which is like pedestrian right. entry level off with in Indian Creek. So I tried it in 1996 for the first time and got totally beat down. And then I came back, I think it was in 2008, I, 12 years later, I tried it again. And I wasn't avoiding it actively for 12 years. It just kind of worked out that way. I got my ass kicked. And this was the time, my other example of someone who can climb off, off with, Andreas Marin was there who can climb off with. And after I lowered off this sketchy pin that's at, at the crux, and uh, people who know this route will know that that pin gets lowered off a lot, <laughs> even though it's like a single anchor poorly <laughs> drilled into the rock. Always got a beaner on it, you know. Um, and then he just scurried up it. And that's that's the time I was just like, all right, you know, if there, there's something to this. It's not just like you're born with it. You have right. to learn how to do this thing. Anyhow, so at a 12-year clip, I'm due, 2008, I'm due to give it a try. Um, This could be your year. No, next year, 2020. Um, Next year. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to rush it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, maybe you should learn how to climb offwoods first. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, that's... (laughs) That could be your goal this year. (laughs) I mean, it's a pretty hard offwood, like, even though it's 5'11", and that's what I mean by, like... I've heard that there's some protected 5'11s out in Moab. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I should go train on it on Kill Artist. (laughs) Train... Train for big baby on on kill artist. <laughs> That'd be classic. Um, anyhow, so you know that that was a a moment of you know a real moment of knowledge watching Andreas 
mm-hmm. climb the thing because like I said, I just watched and I'm like, all right, this isn't just like he's, you know, got more suffer in him than mm-hmm. I do or whatever. He can climb it without any effort whatsoever. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a five, eight climber watching a five thirteen climber climb five eleven, mm-hmm. I'll pause while everybody figures that out. Mm-hmm. You know, they're climbing that five eleven as easily, you know, as someone else climbing five six, and it right. seems impossible. Right, right. It's how can they? Oh, they're just stronger than I am. Yeah, I know. And we know now that that's not the case. Yeah, like, you know, I'm using actually a lot less strength on that than than the five eight climbers using on a five eight. Right. Yeah. And that's the way I felt after this. I was like, holy shit, that's what it looks like. That's what somebody yeah. who knows what they're doing looks like. And maybe that's the person then that can figure out the the A versus the B versus the C. Right. And I just don't have a, you know, I can't see through the window into that world. Yeah. So uh, it just seems like bullshit. Those ratings, I got to say, <laughs> well, I mean, that was a, a very, top, that was a, a great thought too. That was a great, um, eloquent description of, of, uh, progression, but I just don't, I, I don't know. There's something about the off with thing that just, I just don't buy it. Like In I, 2020, I, come on and I, work on my project with me. It Tell should me be, work on big baby with me. I, I, that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, we, I'll grade it B3. B3. <laughs> B3? Yeah. Of the old gill grading? Yeah, exactly. Not until you can do it. Exactly. That's that's the way that one worked. So we had a total other image for this episode. Yeah, but it turned into this. Yeah, it turned um, into Which this. is okay. Our own call out thing. Um, but I mean, I think that the, we were going to talk about call out culture. Yeah. You know, we and can so still do that. We can still do that. Yeah. Because it's like a different thing now, uh, you know, just with the internet and, you know, maybe even this example wasn't the best example because it was so um, polite. Yeah, it was quite polite. Yeah. Obviously, there's, you know, you don't have to go far down the internet hole to find uh, examples where it's not polite. And, um, but yeah, that's the world we live in now. And Well, the thing about, uh, the reason I think it was so polite is his actual you know, sort of being gun shy about what a a full on like straight Mm -hmm. call out can get you on Mm -hmm. the internet. And, you know, Tom and and Pete are both professional athletes. Right. And so they have, you know, they have something to protect. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, it's seen a lot of times it is seen as sort of infighting or at least poor taste for professional athletes to call out other professional athletes. It's kind of like there's a detente. And, you know, all these sort of problems that they have with each other, which they do. Yeah. You know, I mean, professional athletes, professional climbers have problems with other professional climbers. Guaranteed. It's just all, like, kept under wraps. Well, this was such a professional topic. Right. I mean, like, what's more more on topic than climbing grades and, you know, that kind of thing? Right. Whereas some of the personal stuff, I think, is where the... You know, there's mud on everyone's face at the end of the day, right? A per like a personal attack, exactly about behavior outside of climbing. Is that what you're getting? Yeah, at? Yeah, yeah. When it, when it become when the call outs become stuff like that, and not to say they they are or are not warranted, but um, you know, this subject was just so on topic with in, just in terms of like climbing. You know, this is like a climbing discussion. It wasn't a, a per- personal slander discussion i think right and who those guys are and where they fit into it i mean they they certainly have the clout to comment Mm -hmm. at at that level but i mean it's tricky i mean in in those guys definitely skirted it as best they could but they're in that in that position of 
Um, you know, even in sport climbing, when when someone's first ascent, especially a professional's first ascent, gets downgraded, you know that that can be construed as being a personal attack, right? Actually, yeah. You know, especially if it's if it's a benchmark grade, right? Which we see a lot of. You know, where someone did their first fourteen A, and everybody's like, "Well, right. I don't know about right. that." Right. Or, you know, um, and, and then also like if it happens to be a woman, which happens occasionally, you know, then people get accused of some sort of misogyny and that right. they, they've downgraded a route because it, you know, well, they only downgraded it because a woman finally did it or something like that. So did these I mean, guys have any of that? Did they, um, did it get criticized for, for saying, you know, for, um, because these are Pamela Pax roots and right. were they? Was that part of the discussion? I didn't see that. No, I didn't either. And I think it, again, it goes back to the to the fact that you what you pointed out that you know people were just like, oh, they just you know found better beta mm-hmm. kind of thing and just right. let it go. Um, but you know, again, like it didn't seem like it got picked up the way some other things got get picked. Well, it was up only like on that. his Facebook page, right. right? And Facebook, I mean, it's only the olds on there anymore, anyway. Yeah, it's probably Zuckerberg like throttled his his reach. <laughs> you know, climbing has had rivalries and rivalries and call outs and things like that kind of all go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Just at a quick kind of bit of research, like the first one that I could think about that was actually sort of published for the world. And and that's what we're talking about is something that's, you know, I'm going to put this out for everybody else to comment. And this isn't just a personal thing that we have between us. Um, goes back to like uh, Harding's Downward Bound book, which was a satirical climbing book, um, almost in like the Mad Magazine style, and uh, calling out the Valley Christians, as he called them, mm-hmm. and, and guys like Steve Roper, looking at Royal Robbins and his crew, these high-minded literature-reading climbing guys versus Harding's crew, which is, I think, really more like what you see climbers like today, actually. Yeah. Um, but just calling them out for, for being sort of too staunch in their ethics. And 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 that was like my first example that I could yeah. find of, of. I mean, I'm sure there's more out there, but that's a pretty good example of someone who published something to, to get under somebody else's skin like, right. immediately. And it's a lot harder than just uploading something to Facebook. Yeah. Then you had to like make a zine and yeah. uh, figure out how to pay for it. And Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You have to be published and yeah. distributed and put on trucks and moved around yeah. the country. And, and then, by the time you're like done doing all that shit, you're like not even angry anymore. Well, and besides that, nobody could give you feedback on it. Really. Right, like, exactly. You couldn't sit back and watch the likes or the non-likes, the angry faces come like rolling in on, on your on your computer. But, you know, then, then it sort of moved into this world of writing letters, mm-hmm. which letters to the editor still exist. Certainly, but do they? Yeah, I mean, in papers, <laughs> our local papers have them, but they're like emails, they're not letters. Well, yeah, yeah. but they pu- publish them in right. the same manner, right? Verbatim on their on their pages. And for a long time, I mean, the, the letters to you know Mountain Magazine, Climbing Magazine, and then later on Rock and Ice, which was kind of a newcomer, were the places where people would call each other out. Mm-hmm. You know, and and I think I might have mentioned it on a previous show, but in the nineties, Randy Levitt like basically published a letter calling out uh, Lou Anderson, who was involved in this other call out up intensely. Oh yeah. This is, these are world episodes colliding. Right I know now. exactly like calling out people who got called out by <laughs> call outers. But anyway, but yeah, that was a famous one that was in climbing magazine where he, he basically said, I'll give you a thousand bucks if you reclimb that route you've claimed. Right. And that was a big deal in the moment. 
But again, like without the internet, without this ability for like on mass commenting, um, mm -hmm. I don't, you know, just people probably just forgot about it. Yeah, it's a, it is a, a weird world that we live in now with uh, social media amplifying uh, voices and making people, I think, seem angrier than maybe they really are. Um, but yeah, the, the Louis Anderson thing is interesting too, because I think we got some stuff wrong in that episode, or maybe we didn't know the whole story, but that we, we kind of learned some more, some more backstory about what was going on up there. And I, I just saw some more po like the, the initial, uh, the initial letter, you know, just calling out Louis for being a chipper continued. There's like more call outs going on on social media and it seemed like there is certainly some element of just, you know, uh, guidebook rivalries taking place, like competing guidebooks and, and having some animosity underlying the whole thing. And, and, you know, I, from what I understand, Tensleep has, uh, more chippers than, than just Louie. Um, but the, the other chippers stick to the 513 and up ratings. And so it's interesting to see the um, the lack of either awareness or willingness to call out the five thirteen chippers versus you know the guy who's like doing it for the masses at well, five ten. The other thing that was yeah there was a there was a race to put out a guidebook, mm -hmm. and one team was on one side, and and the the reciprocant of the call out was on the other side. The other thing is that, you know, there's a bit of a turf war mm -hmm. um, and that Louis is a newcomer up there. Right. Um, having built his rock ranch and, and, you know, started bolting up there. Um, so, yeah, I mean, and, and it really actually kind of, to me, elucidates the fact that in, in a lot of these call outs and these little tiffs and dust up from the, the, the one with Randy, all this stuff there, there's, it, there's backstory. Yeah, there's there's almost always like backstory, and it's not just some high minded, you know, idea that we have to protect our right. sport, which is usually what they're based in. Like, I just need to do this for the integrity of of climbing, and you just and that goes with chopping bolts. I've found that's been you know these the chopping bolts is always about defending climbing or defending right. the ethic of this area. And then, yeah, you know, as someone like myself or like you who who knows some of the people involved and can get the backstory, like, yeah, it's usually that that person just really didn't like that other person. Right. You know? That is a big part of it. You know, yeah. there there was a, a root chopped in the Black Canyon um, years ago. And, you know, the everything that I saw around it was about this ethic, blah, 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 blah. But but then the fact is, is the guy that chopped the root just didn't like the guy very mm -hmm. much that that put the bolts in. Because other bolts that were put in in the same manner by someone he respected, he left them alone. Yeah. You know? So it was very much like, okay, what's really going on here? And and that's kind of the nature of these these call outs. Yeah, people aren't always like forthcoming with their motivations. Right. I mean, and I think that social media is just like makes that worse. Well, I think the problem with social media is that the mob arrives. Right. You know, and that. Uh, with the thing like with Levitt and Louis Anderson in, in the nineties, like there was no way for any of us. I mean, actually I was, I was actually living in Southern California, knew both people and knew the issue very well. And we all did that same thing, like took sides and mumbled about it, but it was all, I mean, there was nowhere for us to, to put all that. And the fact that everybody can just like jump on immediately is actually kind of wild and a little bit scary. Mm -hmm. And, 
again... Because most of these people don't even know, like, the backstory, right. let alone... The, or even the front story, the full, like, you know, front-facing story. They don't even know that. I mean... Um, they're just they're just there for the fight online. It's like Randall's thing was, like, a thousand words long. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. You know, I bet you half the people that commented didn't even, like, read it all. Right. <laughs> Honestly. Right. Yeah. Like, that's a long post. It was... It was an epically long post for Facebook. I feel like the solution is going to be moving to scrolls. Like if your call out should be like written on papyrus and it should start, hear ye, hear ye, climbing world. I have beef with yonder climber. What about the town crier? Yeah. Exa- Can we do it that way? The yeah, old so- school, like pay some guy to go to the town or to go to like downtown Moab and just like... You rant about it for like two hours. Well, this is my duel idea. Did I tell you about this? No. The the duel. Like my friend Brett right. and I, yeah, we wanted to start this event in Carbondale where it would just be the duel. Right. Once a year, people would call each other out over whatever it is. Like, mm-hmm. you slept with my sister and I'm mad at you. I challenge <laughs> you to a duel or you owe me 20 bucks for, you know... Whatever. Yeah, you never paid me. You, you never, never paid me back. Me for, yeah. for the sushi we had. So it's just a day <laughs> of the year where it's like, okay... You settle your differences with an old Western style duel. You know, you turn, you know, walk 10 paces, turn and fire a whatever, you know, paintball gun or something, whatever it is. And, and then that's it. The du- the beef is done and it's, it's out in the open and it's over. And you're not allowed to ever bring it up again. Never. Afterwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But does, after the duel is, is kill artist 513 or 511? I think that we're going to have to go out. <laughs> we're going to have to go out and see for ourselves, Chris. <laughs> we, we've got a project called, That's what a, is it? Big Baby? Big Baby. Yeah, we got, the other one. yeah we've got our project. we to train for that on Kill yeah. Artist. The anonymity or relative anonymity of social media. And no, and no, you're not totally anonymous, but the chances of you ever running into Pam Pack versus Tom Randall versus anybody is so slim that I think you can feel like you can comment Mm-hmm. And just walk away from it without, you know, ha- having especially because they're only consequences. they're only going to be hanging out by offwits, which no one goes to. Yeah, so yeah. just avoid offwits, and yeah. you'll be able to avoid those guys. Yeah. But I mean, it, it it just feels like a, a a big a big part of the of the piling on and the and the mob mentality is has a lot to do with that, and also just the the logistical simplicity of it because mm-hmm. I mean before email let's go all the way back like you literally had to write a letter put it in an envelope and send it to climbing magazine do you know what i think it would make social media a lot better is if you had if it was on scrolls if, well scrolls or but I, honestly like the the solution i think would be a delay button or a delayed post mm-hmm. so you hit post and it doesn't appear on the internet for like five minutes right or maybe a day. Or maybe a day. If you're really bad at social media, maybe it's you get demoted to a 24 hours. I think that would solve so many problems. And then like an hour before it's about to be posted, your phone like asks you, like, yeah. are you, you sure you still want to sure? post this? Because <laughs> you're pretty mean. You're you like, yes. like a dick. <laughs> and then five minutes before, are you sure? <laughs> are you still sure? It would solve so many problems. I think it would. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, well, you can only hear these ideas at the run out. So. That's right. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>
If you have a comment, topic suggestion, or just a good bit of climbing trivia, join us at our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash runoutpodcast. Or drop us a line at our webpage, runoutpodcast.com. 